guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So I'm excited. We're in the book of Daniel this week, and Daniel has at least some pretty well-known stories to us. We're going to get into those stories this week. I love those stories. But let me give you a little context on where we are at right at this point in the book of Daniel. One of the things that we don't always recognize is, you know, we just covered the book of Jeremiah, we covered the book of Ezekiel, and now we are in Daniel. Now, these men are all, to some extent, contemporaries of one another. They are all individuals who are at Jerusalem at the same time at certain points, but they've all been taken captive into Babylon. But you're getting different perspectives perspectives. For Jeremiah, he is a prophet that has been trying to preach to the people, and he at this point has probably been taken off and captive. You've got Ezekiel, who this is, Ezekiel is later on, he is preaching among the captives out there, but you've got Daniel, who is now up into the king's palace. In fact, they took a large group of children whom there is no blemish, well-favored, skillful in all wisdom, cunning in knowledge, understanding science, had the ability in them to stand in the king's palace that they might teach the learning in the tongue of the Chaldeans. Basically, they're taking these young men who have been brought up strong in the city of Jerusalem and they are trying to indoctrinate them into the ways of Babylon. And verse 5, what they're doing is they're trying to introduce them to the ways of the king and they're having all of the king's delicacies and the king's meat and the wine and everything. And they, they just want to welcome to Babylon. Let's get you guys into this culture. Now we have four young men in verse number 6. Now their names are Daniel Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Now, verse number seven tells us Daniel is given the name of Belteshazzar. Hananiah is named Shadrach. Mishael is named Meshach. And Azariah is named Abednego. You're like, wait, I've heard those names before, right? We'll get more into them soon. However, so you've got these guys who are brought in there. They're given new names. They're trying to be indoctrinated into the world. And they're given the king's meat. So here's the problem. You've got all of these other guys that are just jumping in like, yeah, we're going to go enjoy all these delicacies. Daniel and his three friends recognize that the king's meat, eating it would be against the law of Moses. There's a lot of things there that are still tied very closely to that. And the rest of them are just kind of like, hey, the kingdom of Judah, it's no more. We don't need to worry about covenants anymore. We're now in the world. And so what they do is they go after it. Daniel and his three friends are just like, ah, no, we want to still stay true to the covenants that we have been raised with. And so they're like, nah, we're not going to eat the king's meat at all. And so you've got the steward there. He's just like, hey, look, if they see you four here and you guys seem like you just don't have the same energy as everybody else, they're going to get after me. And Daniel's like, hey, no, no disrespect to you, pal. What we're going to do here now, it says, will you give us, as it says in the scriptures, verse 12, Prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days. Let them give us pulse to eat. Now, the footnote says it's foods made of seeds and grains, etc. It's a healthy alternative to what the everybody else is eating there. So if you'll just give us pulse and water, then let our countenances be looked on before thee. And the countenance of the children that eat the portion of the king's meat. And as thou seest, deal with thy servants. So he's like, okay, we're going to test you guys 10 days on this little theory that you have. And we're going to see if you look stronger than they do. Well, verse 15, at the end of 10 days, their countenances appeared fairer and fatter in flesh. 
than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. So Melzar, who is this steward over all of them, took away the portion of the meat and the wine that they should drink and gave them all pulse. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill and all learning and all wisdom. Now, with that said, oftentimes when we're teaching this, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with this at all, we go to the word of wisdom, okay? And in fact, there's references to Doctrine and Covenants section 89 in the footnotes of this chapter. So nothing wrong with that. These young men, because they decided to stay with what the Lord had asked them to eat and partake of, they were able to have knowledge. In fact, there's, like I said, many references in the footnotes to Doctrine and Covenants section 89. I personally think there's a little bit of a deeper message here. Now, what it is, is these four young men would not partake of what the world was trying to offer them. They wanted to stay true to their covenants in the midst of Babylon. Now, one of the cool things in the Come Follow Me, it actually gives reference to a, a conference talk from a, a general authority by the name of David R. Stone, and he gave a talk called Zion in the Midst of Babylon. And I and I love what it said. I went through and, and looked through that talk, and this was given in 2006, and there's some cool stuff here. because. The trick is for all of us, I think, to try to live a Zion type of life, to stay true to our covenants in the midst of the world that we live in. It's a difficult daily navigational challenge. One of the things that uh, Elder Stone said, he said, wherever we are, whatever city we may live in, we can build our own Zion by the principles of the celestial kingdom and ever seek to become the pure in heart. Zion is the beautiful and the Lord holds it in his own hands. Our homes can be places which are a refuge and a protection as Zion is. We do not need to become as puppets in the hands of the culture of the place and time, which is what they're trying to do to Daniel and his three friends. They're trying to indoctrinate them to the culture. And they're just like, we're not going to have this. We can be courageous and walk in the Lord's paths and follow his footsteps. And if we do, we will be called Zion and we will be the people of the Lord. I pray that we will be strengthened to resist the onslaught of Babylon and that we can create Zion in our homes and our communities. Indeed, that we may have Zion in the midst of Babylon. And so that I think is the great challenge for you and I as members of the church to be able to stay true to the things that we have been taught, to stay true to those covenants when the world is trying to indoctrinate us. And I am grateful for Daniel and I am grateful for his friends that they were able to stay true to their covenants in the midst of the world because it plays into the rest of the stories that you're going to see in the book of Daniel. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.